Hello. Hey, hey, Jeremy. Hey, sir. <laughs> Good to hear your voice. You sounded on. You sounded Canadian. Hello. Canadian. Yeah. You, <laughs> really? You ended on an up. Uh, did I really? <laughs> oh my gosh. Who knows what my accent's doing now? <laughs> What's happening? I know. How are you doing, my friend? Good, good. We're just waiting for the big speech today, which who knows what's going to happen. But I don't think there's going to be a, a full-on escalation, at least not today, but who, who knows what's going to happen. Well, my question is why do you think there won't be a full-on escalation? Because Hezbollah knows that if they do that, they're going to lose big time. And I shouldn't say Hezbollah knows that. Iran knows that. And so, and also Lebanon is going to lose big time and they're going to, they're going to receive, uh, you know, big criticism later for, for doing that because it's going to, you know, destroy Lebanon. And so, and, and they, Israel, both the U Israel and the U.S. have already uh, threatened, you know, to don't get involved, or you know, Lebanon would be destroyed. Has he so, has he I, given I, his speech yet today? Because I know it's like no, no, one something in the afternoon for you. It's supposed to be at three o'clock. Ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, we're not we're not afraid. You know, we're you know, if we need to go, we can go. And uh, if something does, you know, break out, we'll we'll hear it starting, and we'll we'll head out if need be. Well, what have you been hearing so far? Because I mean, it you so, know when you from here when you watch some of the news clips, and I'm trying to follow the some of the things on mm -hmm. YouTube and Raptor News and some different things, but. I would imagine you've had yeah. to have either felt or heard some of the bigger stuff Israel's done way down on the, well, not way down, only a few miles from you, but have you been hearing the yeah, yeah. No, airplanes? and Yeah, yeah, we can hear, oh yeah, we can hear explosions almost every day. The only things we, the only ones we don't hear are the ones that are on the eastern, kind of more east um, on the border. But if it's on the, the border here, um, which is part of the border, that sweet. I can send you a couple of pictures that I just I took from our balcony from a couple of different days. So there's one that's a massive fire on the hill and and smoke plumes and so and and we can hear drones buzzing around as well that seem like they're like right out the window. Like you know they're they're not far away. They're <laughs> they're buzzing around you know here and so I don't know you know what they're looking for exactly, but. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, when and when what's crazy is when I see, you know, these, these mainly the, well, yeah, pretty much any news organization that they'll have the map of the area, then they'll have little icons of drones flying over certain areas. And I'm like, good Lord, that is right where they live. That's where I lived. And yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. Right here. Hey, does, did anyone, here's the biggest question. Has anybody moved into my old place? So supposedly there's a, a Lebanese guy from Boston that came, we, we saw him and, and then I guess he left. I guess he rented the apartment for six months and then took off. Went back, I don't know if he went back to the U.S. or what, but we haven't seen him since. And the neighbor that's across from where you were, uh, that's that's what he was telling us that that he's not he's not there. So a couple of the neighbors have left. Uh, the neighbor across from us, they took off, and we haven't seen them. Um, and then the lady down, she left for a while, and I think came back for a while, and then left again. I, I don't know, but we haven't seen her. So some some have stayed and some have gone. There's people that entire that have left and some that have you know a lot of stayed so yeah and i would all the schools are open like not really me and all the schools are, are open they were closed for a week there was a week and and also you know most all the schools in china were closed 
but now everything's open normally. They they got out early today because of the big speech. So, so yeah, that's kind of a where you have the situation where you have blown my mind and in some of those audio messages because I know you refuse to actually text with typing. You are exclusively an audio <laughs> note <laughs> text. But what I, you know, I'm so bad at the the thumb. If if I have my laptop out, then I can type no problem, and I'm fine with that. But the phone typing is just, you know, like I'm so slow at it until I my points and I just do the voice thing. So, well, it's you know. what's been crazy. What's really stood out to me is how stinking calm your voice is. I mean, you you are you you tend to be a pretty level headed, even killed dude, but literal <laughs> literal war is breaking out, and and your your tone of voice has not changed or pan other than the hello that sounded very Canadian, <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but, maybe that's the starting. <laughs> but let me ask uh, you, like, what is it? Where does where does this come? And by the way. I've been recording this entire conversation so far. Okay, no problem. <laughs> no worries. I knew you wouldn't care, and I forgot to say something immediately. And honestly, I, I wanted to try to get you on the record with something highly inappropriate, but you you haven't done that yet. So. <laughs> you haven't tried hard enough. <laughs> I know. I haven't. I've been nice. I've been nice. But so let me ask. That's why I'm kind of asking some interviewee-like questions here. Uh, why... Okay. How, well, tell me, what's the secret behind, I think I have an idea on why mm -hmm. you've remained calm, but I'd just be curious to hear your thoughts on, yeah, where does this calmness come from? Yeah, all, all I can say is that we really felt that God just gave us, you know, just a, a peace. And, and I, you know, I've heard, you know, we, we've read that verse so many times in Philippians, you know, that that peace that passes all understanding and, 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 and certainly it plays out in our, in our lives in different ways. And, and I think this is probably, um, through more than ever in, in my life. And I can't describe it cause I'm like, why am I not like crazy and, and running away and, and all of that? Why am I not, you know, and, 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 and to say that we're, to say that we're not afraid would, would be, I'd be lying to you because when we hear the explosions we're like you know take a breath a little bit and just kind of listen for a while and, and see if they're gonna you know if there's anything coming closer or anything like that and and to say that we're not prepared that's not true either you know we're if something were to escalate on a on a major scale then for sure we would uh go not put ourselves in a, a crazy risk but at the same time, our the kids that we work with, the families that we work with are here. We, we've been able to continue um, meeting with them and doing ministry every single day, you know, music classes and discipleship and Bible studies. Um, all of that is, is, has remained virtually the same. We haven't done the, the real large groups yet, but uh, everything else has, has stayed the same. And so, and, and I think that that really shows, you know, the heart of Jesus are like, wow, you know, they're not scared. So we don't have to be scared. We can just trust the Lord as well. If they were running off and, you know, leaving, then you know, I'm not sure what message that would send, you know, the kids and families we work with. So, you know, let's just, I mean, let's, be, let's be brutally honest. It, it, you know, it's like one of the things that I share in, in the recovery ministry that I have uh, thrown myself uh, head first into is, you know, one of the things I personally had to meet when I was struggling with, with drinking, like a drinking the a, a C's worth of alcohol for two and a half years of my life is at some point I had to just acknowledge that dude, every, your actions are showing the world that you don't believe mm -hmm. that you don't trust. And I appreciate hearing that because it, I mean, it kind of is not, again, I know it, it would be scary to hear the bombs, but at the end of the day, it's like, well, wait a minute, whether it's addiction, 
whether it's someone who might be going through abuse in a relationship, whether it's someone who's stuck in Southern, well, not stuck, you live there. That's been your home for what, seven years? Seven, eight years? Over six years. Over six Six years. years. Yeah, a little bit over six. But at the end of the day, I think what you're, what I at least hear you saying is, hey, we're uh, fundamentally, we're going to trust Christ and he still has you there. And that's right. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful, I think, I think you're right. I think it is a unbelievable testimony of those kids. And why don't we, I want to ask, because a part of, not a, a part, a big part of this interview and why I want to continue talking with you is I absolutely uh-huh. love your ministry model. And so okay, why don't you just kind of share with the listeners why you're there, kind of what you're doing and, and, and how you're discipling these kids in an area where, man, all I know is I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I lived there for three months with you. And I don't remember meeting another American who lived there. Are you aware of any? There are there are a few, um, not not a lot, as far as I know. But there there are a few, um, a handful perhaps. And the ones that that I've met or known um, don't. They're not really a part of a, a church or, or anything like that. They're they're sort of scared and hiding and and you know they they do things you know they're not outwardly uh outward believers in the sense of you know sharing and it's very secretive that's what i'm trying to say um so i've met a few like that other than that i'm 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 not aware um but yeah i was a music teacher in southern california uh for 15 years and the lord put it on my heart for, for a long long time to go overseas, and it was very clear that it was to be in a in a Muslim uh, context um, to really shine the light of Jesus in, in Muslim area. And uh, God brought dreams and took me different places and different people that just showed me over and over and over again that was in me in that direction. And um, finally, it was Lebanon. It, made, it was very, very clear that it was that it was here, and specifically in Tyre, uh, to start off with. And and so I came and and sold everything, sold my house and car and everything, and and, and came. And I and I tell people it was something very, very important. I didn't uh, I didn't leave my career at a time when I was hired and just wanted to do something different or or whatnot. I. I, I left because God told me to. In fact, I loved my career. I loved where, what I was doing. I loved teaching music. I loved the school I was at, even the church I was a part of in California. Everything was was really good, and it was getting better and better and better. And God said, are you going to obey me or not? So I said, okay, I'll, I'll come. And he said, you're going to take the music, and you're going to do that here in Lebanon, and, and just go by faith and use that as a uh, as a tool which to invite uh, kids to come in and and then you can love on them and build community and share Jesus with them and, and the process and and that's what we've been doing for the for the past six years. And so many kids have responded. Um, many kids have come to Christ and it's not just because of it's probably because of us. Jesus brings salvation. He or just his hands and feet and he uses you know what we're doing and all of that privilege to be a part of it we're you know we're just vessels through which he he just to work which is an awesome honor and privilege and responsibility or very humbling responsibility so uh so yeah we do music and we have like uh, wind ensemble groups small groups uh saxophone quartets uh and ensemble small groups as well as larger groups and uh, we have different levels of students, some who have been with us for a long time, some who are beginners and just starting out. Um, we've had, right now we have a couple of kids who are really just starting to say, I want to follow Jesus, and they've been with us for four or five years now. At first thought, you know, super strong Muslims, they would never come to Christ, you know. But uh, all along, the Lord uh, 
been working that hard planning. And you teach kids. So what are the primary instruments that you are teaching these kids in Southern Lebanon? Yeah. So it's the, the wind ensemble sort of model, like band in the U S and flute, uh, clarinet, saxophone, trumpet, trombone, baritone, tuba, and percussion. That the, those are the different instruments we put when we obviously individually and then we put them together ensembles and staking a certain level. Yeah. The performance is all over, all over Lebanon. Um, especially here in Tyra, obviously, at different schools and, of course, at the church and uh, concert halls and so it's a, it's another opportunity to invite people in to see what God is doing and to share with them, you know, even from the concert stage as students are performing. What are special things like Christmas time uh, at schools and well, it's a chance for the entire student body of a school to see what's happening. So we... Right now, there's so many kids that want to be part of the program. One of the principals has offered us to to this call. Oh, said so give the kids extra credit if they participate. So we're looking for more people to come and help, and more teachers. And uh, really, what what happens is the students who are older now, they are the ones teaching the younger ones and discipling them. believers. Now they're discipling the younger ones, and so it's all come full circle now. And, and that's the main goal is to to make disciples, which the Bible says. And it's not to make great decisions, although we want to have a great program and do something excellent. But it's really to make disciples, and that's what's happening. And that is what surely. Well, and that's one of the things I absolutely love about the ministry you're doing there is you're you're connecting. You're building relationships, you're bonding with these kids through music, but then you really do, like the, obviously the main goal is to make disciples. And so you utilize the music ministry to disciple these kids. Right. Which is amazing. And I, you know, I obviously I got to help you out a little bit while I was there and I got to do some videography and photography and all that kind of fun stuff. And I got, do you remember, you remember when I was with you for the, man, it seemed like it must have been potentially the first percussion lesson for those girls. Practice, yes. Yes, it was. was. Uh, How do you have the patience? (laughs) I was about to run out to that mosque close by the school and just go, take me. Take me now. I can't handle this. (laughs) Oh, it, 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 you know, it, there's a, it does take some patience at times, but, but then you see after a while, you, you know, they hit the wall, but then you see they're able to traverse the wall eventually. And, 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 and there's great joy in that, you know, you watch them and see how well they do and encourage them. And, 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 and that all leads to, to, to relationship that is built, you know, they're, they're accomplishing something really cool music is a very powerful um you know just such a powerful thing and, and when they're learning this and accomplishing you're encouraging them there, there's such a trusted relationship built uh, and then they'll listen to you you know when you share jesus with them and and share how to you know walk with him they they, they listen because you you've loved on them for for such a long time they they you know they really want to hear what you have to say and Respect what you have to say. Amen to that. And you, you know, you've mentioned yeah. you've mentioned on multiple occasions. We, where is Zahida right now? Your your beautiful bride. Yeah, she is the the engine and motor of everything. She's amazing. This is it's always we. <laughs> it's it's a it's a team effort. First with her, she was. Uh, the most amazing hearts for you know for these kids, and that's why I fell in love with her, married her, and she uh, she was in our music program for a long time, and now she's teaching obviously with me alongside, and, and so that's that's a lot of fun because we do everything together. You know, it's not like she go, goes off some somewhere and does her thing, and I do my no. We get to serve together. 
And where was Zahida born? Is she born in Syria? Yeah, she's from Syria. But she's yeah, Kurdish. She's Kurdish. Mm-hmm. That's yes. Right. I actually miss her cooking. Three different languages. Yes. <laughs> That's a, a big plus. Absolutely. I, I really don't even miss you. I, I just miss her <laughs> and her cooking. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you, you've uh, you've enjoyed that on, on a number of occasions. Multiple Fortunately, I lost we... my, my figure in the process. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I lost my figure in the process. She's fattening you up for the slaughter. It's all a ruse, right. Jeremy. Right. Get out. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I think so. You're going to be barbecued. Uh, like, I think one thing is is that, you know, everybody... You know, everyone here wants to to leave and, and, and get out, you know. Life is very, very difficult um, in Lebanon and, and all throughout the Middle East, really, you know, lack of uh, freedom, lack of, uh, you know, just dignity and care. You know, people you know, can't go into a, get care at a hospital, for example, unless you pay first. You might be dying, oh, but no money, no, no care. Um, you know, can't go to a school or get the kind of education every student deserves. I mean, you have to be Lebanese with money. If you're not Lebanese with money or Syrian or Palestinian or something else, then you know, forget about it. It's going to be a a big struggle. And so people are tired of that and they want to get out. But Zahida was like, I, I just want to serve at the church. Uh, she wasn't focused on traveling, leaving, or you know, she had such a selfless art. And and that's what, uh, again, we, we fall in love with her. Well, that you can't probably for the gospel together. Where is she now? Is she close by? She is. Yes, she is. Tell her to get on here and right. say hello. Okay, hold on one second. Here's Sierra. Hello? Zahida. Michael. How are you? you. How are you? I'm good. I was just telling Jeremy how much I miss miss your cooking. Yeah, what I remember too when I cooked the food, you try to say, oh, Michael, you know, we remember you a lot. Uh, All your stuff, it's in our room, no worry about your stuff. Everything done, you know. We we give the homes uh, to the the owner, and I brought I brought your stuff. It's in our home, okay? Oh, I for know. the laptop thing, yeah. I know it is well taken care of, and I cannot wait to be able to get back in there and hang out and stay with you guys. And what? Okay, so what meal have you cooked recently? You're most proud of? What meal? Yeah, like I what, what, like the Kurdish, yeah. Like uh, maybe the capsule, I I like it more. Like I I just before a little bit time, I just make. You know, now I have uh, my schedule. Now it's tight because I'm going to the college. Now I start. I had today. I have three days in the week. Like I have sometimes I have to prepare at nine. And like when I come back, the food ready. You know, every time like I make different food. Like rice, there's a lot kind of rice you can cook them. You tried the capsule, the yellow one. You remember? Yes. The rice and the chicken. Yeah. I do soup and every time I do different things. Yeah. How is your family? How is your kids? Oh, what yeah. is good? Where are you now? I am in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, nice. You go back. Okay. Y- yep. I'm in the bus. If you remember, I think I showed you pictures of the bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So it is comfortable. Oh. Uh, it is so comfortable. It's my cozy. Good. It's my cozy little place. Aww. And okay. And of course, I don't get to. It's a little bit more difficult to cook here in the bus, and I definitely don't get. Oh. I I mean, I still dream at night sometimes of especially the chicken <laughs> that you prepare. Um. Oh my god! Oh, my when you come back, I would, I will do more for you. Oh, I know you will. I know you will. And so I was just talking, I was talking with Jeremy about the ministry and what was it like for you? When, when did you, what's, when did you 
trust Christ. How old were you when you made that decision in your own life? Yeah, when I made when I made that decision, like I was searching a lot. You know, I did not know anything about the Christ, and I remember also like when I was young, when we came from Syria, and I had two friends, and they invited me to the church, and they said, "Come to the to the church," and they help, and they have a lot like ministry for the kids. And they invite me and I was going to the church and we had to stop going to the church because we was living in the garden. My my dad was taking care of the garden and we had to stop that time. We I was like in that time, I was like eight, nine my old or maybe seven, even seven. I can't remember exactly. And uh, after all these years, I go back when I was working for and when I was working, sorry, from supermarket, I was like working there and I met, I met two persons. They also are, they are Kurdish and I was seeing them. They are going to music and I did not know it's the same church I was going before. And they invite me to go again and I came to the church and I met the same pastor, the pastor and the wife. And it was so nice to go back because when I was young, I know a little bit about Jesus. I was always praying like to go back to school because I, I stopped school like um, because to help my dad because my dad he's sick and to help to let my siblings go to school too you know so I like stop my school to go to work to let them to go to school and it was like so painful for me to take this decision it was hard so I was always like praying praying God I want to go back to school and uh, the church had like a center the, the same place I was lived it's close to tired like 20 minute by car and they had the center there and I went with these two boys to the music or to the meeting they had the meeting and I met Jeremy there and I was listening Jeremy was preaching that day and, and I did not understand English or speaking English I did not know anything and I, I was there in the meeting and I was hearing a lot about Jesus I had a lot of questions and it was like so like something I cannot explain how it was inside me that uh, um, like uh, it was you know it's amazing there's no word like to explain it when I learned and asked questions and questions when I believed in Jesus it was my age was 18 yeah when I believed in Jesus I was 18 yeah my my family still did not believe yet just I am the first one in my family to believe in Christ yeah it was long more a lot of stories and God is good like it, it was amazing feeling when I believed on him he changed everything on my life. Like six years I was with that school and he put me like he gave me a, a big, big gift like to go back to school. Like I should be in the college now, third year I should because I'm 20 now and I'm now doing grade 10 and I'm so happy with what I'm doing because God gave me this amazing gift. Yeah. Yeah, he has. And I'm just, Zahida, I'm surprised and I know that we spent about three months together developing a friendship and so you know how sarcastic and how much I like to tease but I'm surprised that Jeremy yeah. I'm surprised Jeremy's preaching didn't turn you off to Jesus that you didn't just run away so, for, uh, after having to hear his preaching yeah <laughs> I didn't think that would hit we're both here together now. Yeah. Okay. So put it back on speaker. Good. So you you heard me criticize that I was shocked your preaching didn't turn her off to Christ. I I guess not. I I you know I'm not sure what I what I preached on that day. It was a a gospel message, but uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really remember that uh, that particular moment or day. I, I you know my memory is not doing so well. Even me, it's like been like five years. Well, yeah, when I meet, a long, long yeah. Time. Hey, what's it? So, what? Here's the question that's been swimming around in my head. What is that like when one of your students decides to follow Christ? What is that like for the two of you? Like, what's I don't know. What's the feeling? What's the emotion? How how does that hit you when one of your students finally is like, "Hey, listen." I think I I want to follow Jesus officially. I I think what what hits is a a greater responsibility even because you know we have to you know really disciple them and of course there's 
I guess I, I don't know what you would call it. I, I don't know if you'd just strictly call it evangelism, uh, evangelism before they uh, come to know the Lord and then discipleship afterward. But already there's been a long journey with them up to that point, and and it and it continues um, afterward. But I, I think it's a you you really feel that responsibility and wanting to really um, help them through all of the difficulties now that they're going to face because. Uh, for example, we, we have a young lady who is uh, 15, and she just shared that uh, she really wants to follow Jesus, but she's super scared. She doesn't know what her family's going to do. They're, you know, strong Muslim family, and what's going to happen to her? And so, and it was a heated testimony, and she didn't share this, but her father tried to kill her yeah. on, on a couple of occasions, her sister as well. And she went through a really, really difficult time. Um, and she was actually uh, imprisoned or barricaded in her home for, for about eight months. Tried to run away a couple of times, three times, and was not successful and caused even more more trouble for her. And and it was a really, really difficult time. And there's, there's a lot of persecution that comes um, from you really giving your life to Jesus. It's not... You know, in the West, it's it's uh, it's not easy, but uh, in general, families are more accepting, and they might give you a hard time, but they're not gonna they're not gonna kill you, they're not gonna disown you. Uh, up till this point, her father and sister have disowned her, and uh, and so we have to work with our students through all of these, and and a lot of it's new territory, and it's a different uh, case for each one. Yeah. And, and so it's it's difficult. Um, I mean, we're we're filled with joy and just so you know, just so grateful to the Lord for you know opening their eyes. Um, and and that's it's it's an amazing it's an amazing feeling. Um, but it takes a lot of uh, just wisdom from the Lord and just allowing His Spirit to work through all of those difficulties. But it's a good thing because the faith of the true believers here is that much stronger because they they really have to count the cost. You know, it's not it's not a as I said an easy thing to follow Jesus. And so when they really make that decision, they they're all in and and they know what could happen as a result. So yeah, they are. That's a good way to describe it. They are all in. I've I've been able to witness that with my own eyes and that, you know, and, and you remember it was what I was there in March of 2022 and I got to attend that baptism we did at that, that pool, that right. pool. And I just, I had right. never wept like that at a baptism in my life because I knew exactly what the cost was that each of these people. And there were a couple adults and some kids that, that got baptized that day, but to be able to experience uh-huh. a baptism that is so, it, there's so much around it. Right. That like, well, I mean, like what Zahida had to go through and what these kids have to go through, the being disowned, you know, being threatened with their life. And I, I like that, that authentic belief. It has to be the Holy Spirit. Right. Cause like, right. You're not gonna, it's not going to be one of those westernized kids camps where you do, you, you kind of give your life to Christ every summer. It's these, right. these <laughs> kids and adults really have to get grabbed by the Holy spirit because that's, there's, there's no other explanation for that kind of courage. Cause it really is courage. That's right. I mean, is that a fair word? I, I think I think it that's a very fair word and and I think that they start to see that Jesus is better than anything else, you know, better than life itself that they're willing to you know even give up their life to just be with him forever. like they see that that is the best thing. you know there's nothing greater than that. So that the Holy Spirit has to do all of that work. He opens their eyes and he he breaks down the 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 scaffolding of all of the things they've been taught as they've grown up and all that they've believed and and all of that he, he breaks that down and 
and and the and the place puts the cross up and they begin to see that that clearly as they've never seen before how can how can my listeners and how can we be praying for you guys specifically a couple of, a couple of ways um one is is we need more people um yeah. more more workers part of the v- vision that i felt god gave me from the beginning was that um this you know amazing gift of music uh we want to multiply that we want to put it and and do it in different places and uh because it works it just works people come <laughs> people come and they love it it's fun it's it's a it's an incredible you know tool uh it's a, it's a powerful tool and so we would love for you know people especially those who have been a part of band in the u.s and know how to play an instrument uh, flute, clarinet, saxophone, trumpet, trombone, drums, uh, tuba, those kind of instruments and, and just love Jesus and have a heart for the, for, for people and, and especially young people and have patience and, uh, and a heart for the Muslim world as well. It's a, it's a difficult, it's a very difficult ground. Uh, it's hard. The soil is hard, but, and it takes time to, to, uh, um, you know, to break it down. Um, so that that would be one, and then just for, you know, the students that are with us now and are coming in, continue to come in. That you know, God would just continue to show them their need for for a savior, and uh, that they'd be convicted and and see that there is no other way to come back to God than through Jesus. Amen. And I think I'd be remiss if I didn't. I, I almost laughed out loud. One of the things I l- absolutely love about you is you just calmly asked people while the war is raging on, you got to get here. You're going to have a blast. And I know, I know because that's the biggest thing, right? That I hear when I say, yeah, I was living in Southern Lebanon for about three months and people are like, wait, uh-huh. where, what are you clinically insane? <laughs> And it's hard to describe, and I think it's such a testimony that while war is literally actively raging on, Jeremy says, hey, you should come. You need to get here. You need to. Hey, and I can say firsthand that I, and I think you know me well enough that I don't tend to operate from fear, mainly because I don't ever think through very much and but i can I, I i'd like to be a testimony for your call to action and 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 what i know to be true is i guarantee you god is going to use this interview because he has been speaking into someone's life in the states who is musically inclined and gifted no and he, i i just know it i know the lord is like going hey i i'm calling you to the arab world i'm calling you to southern lebanon Get your rear end over there. And I think God can use this very call. And where I want to encourage people is, I mean, I left in what, late July, early August. And it uh-huh. was it was not the calmest period then either, right? I mean, we knew. We all talked about it. Right. You and I specifically right. and Zahida talked about, okay, what's our exit plan if this inevitable mm-hmm. war breaks out? But even right. what I can say testimonially, is even with all those tensions being as high as tensions can be in a region, it really was right. fun. I mean, we're taking kids yeah, to absolutely. the hotel with the pool. We're going, I mean, it almost felt like I was back in college again, right? I mean, it was like yeah. insane. I'm I'm hanging out with all these 20-something-year-olds, and we're going to the right. beautiful Mediterranean beaches and Tyre, we're hanging out at right. Joffrey's and eating some of the best seafood you'll ever have in your life. And I know, I know, I know that I will be back um, for, you know, for, for reasons the Lord called me to go into Ethiopia and, and I got to spend a couple of months there. Um, I don't know if I told you, but while in Ethiopia, God used me, I filmed 700 video testimonies 
from people being oh, wow. being sponsored. Seven hundred. It was that's incredible. It was that's amazing. It was so intense. It was so intense. Wow. I mean that. Oh okay. my lord. I mean it was hour after, and then thankfully I I didn't really have to edit the videos, or I probably would have gone clinically insane. But um, <laughs> where I'm excited is. I, I got to learn so much more about storytelling and and yeah. featuring people and testimonial videoing, which is just a little bit different than anything I had ever done before. And I cannot okay. wait to get back to Southern Lebanon and hang out with you guys again. And we're waiting for you. I know. And you have my stuff. Are you are you carrying my knife around with you? <laughs> It's in the back. I didn't know there was a knife. Yeah. So you didn't tell me. I put it inside. Yeah, I saw. She's hiding it. Perceive it. <laughs> Leave it to the sure. the Kurdish person to hide the knife. I told you know I don't know if you heard Zahida earlier, but my theory is you're fattening Jeremy up for a barbecue. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm the meat. <laughs> you're gonna be. You're going to be slow roasted in a pit. I don't think my meat's very tender. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, she's trying. She tried to fatten me up, too. I just, I could never eat enough. <laughs> well, Ellen, you got to come back again. And she'll, she'll continue. You want to try more. And it was not enough time to cook more. Like, you left early. But this time, when you come, we'll do more meals. You will try them. There's a lot of this food. You have to try it. Well, and right. I mean, I'll be staying in in your empty room. That's right. <laughs> there, there's no houses. Our house is your house. Yeah. I know that. Well, hey, so I know I have the links. So I'll have the links here in this podcast episode's description, so that you guys can, uh, those listening and and who God is calling and urging to support the ministry that they're doing there through music and discipleship of these young people. It really is. And, and, and I just want to second and, and double and triple down on, you know, one of the best bits of advice I got was actually from who we all love, George Husney, who started Horizons mm -hmm. Ministry. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget. He told me, he goes, listen, you know, just be straightforward and honest. If you're honest about why you're there, the Arabs and the Muslims, yeah. they'll respect you. And I can say firsthand they do. I mean, and, and right. you know, hey, you know what I just realized and remembered, have you have you been in touch with our travel agent friend, our our travel agent slash Hezbollah friend, Musa? No, I haven't seen him. Usually I see him a lot. I see him on the street all the time, but but he just like disappeared. So I have his number. I'll see if I, I'll reach out to him and see how he's Like me travel. We was seeing him a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I always see him. I always talk to him and, you know, but no, I have not. With the situation that happened, yeah, we're not seeing him. I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Let's yeah. see. I need to as well. I definitely need to as yeah. well. Well, we yeah, will. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, I will include the links. And then, of course, you know, I've I've already invited you whenever you want. If the Lord gives you a word and you want to send me one of your Jeremy audio notes, you can do that and I can play it for for the podcast. And I'd also love to have you guys back on if if you're open to that. We'd love that. We can bring uh students as well. Yeah, we thank totally you. Do that. I completely blitzed out on that. So that'll be one of the things I think that I think that'll be really cool is to get some of your okay. kids and either you or Zahida can translate for them. But I know also quite a few of them speak English very well themselves. Yeah, some of them do. That's right. That's and maybe, you know, you and I were talking a little bit about, you know, getting you the questions. You know, what would be cool is to get some of the older kids, especially the ones that are now discipling younger kids through the music mm -hmm. ministry. Maybe just think about asking them and getting them prepared. They could even write their testimony down on how, okay. yes. what was it, right? Like, what did the Lord do in their life? What was their thinking? Right. You know, what were the circumstances when they finally decided, yep, I'm in. 
I'm going to trust him. And especially the ones that have been baptized, that would be a really cool right. conversation to have with these young people. Right. Okay. Yeah, we, we will do that. Awesome. That sounds good. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you thank both. Thank you so much. I know. And thank it's you. Good to talk to you. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your calmness, your your courage. Um, God has you exactly where he wants you. And I just appreciate being able to hear how much you trust him in this journey. Praise God. He, he's he's given us that strength. It's not, not from us. Let me tell you. Yes, he has. And it's clear because you can hear it in your voices and in your continents and just in every way that you're responding, just be encouraged to know that it is a testimony, especially to these, to us weak, weak, uh, Western Christians who just, we don't deal We, you know, that was one of the big blessings as well is just to have that reality check of for, for much of the world following Christ is truly a sacrifice. And it, I know for me personally, it helped it helped deepen and and thicken my own faith, uh, and yeah. hey, and I I really I cannot encourage people enough. You can go. I mean, obviously, right now in an active war zone, it would it, you probably couldn't get it. Could people even get in there right now? If I said, hey, I'm getting on a flight tomorrow, how do you? Yes, you no, you actually could. Yes, uh, they have reduced. Uh, the number of flights coming into Beirut by a lot. Uh, several airlines have canceled flights, like Lufthansa, for example. They have canceled all their flights into uh, Lebanon. But still, some of the major carriers, like Turkish Airlines and Qatar Airways and Emirates, they're still flying in. They're still flying here, so okay. um, it's still very possible. And I actually looked up the cost of flight. It's cheap to come to Lebanon right now. It's like. 800 bucks round trip, which is really, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> good, right? Right. They know anyone coming so, is not going right now to uh sunbathe. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. All right. God is good. We pray that he will take care of things and, you know, but he's got a great plan and we trust him. Thank you so much for your time, Michael. Hopefully one day we can see you again. Oh, you will. We're so grateful for you. you We're will. so grateful for you, Michael. It was so great to have you here and and all the, the help that you gave us and, and still, you know, and all your support. We're so grateful for that. Thank you so much. No, I, I feel the same. So, well, you guys, obviously, it goes without saying stay safe and then, <laughs> you know, let... You let me know how we can continue to support and and we'll do this. We'll maybe um, over the next few days or something, or maybe next week, whatever obviously works best for you guys. We can plan on getting one of your, one of your kids on and, okay. and be able to hear their testimony. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. great. We'll get it ready. We'll get it ready. All right. And Zahida, so keep, yeah. keep cooking and keep fattening them up for me. <laughs> All right, you too. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thanks so much, Michael. Bye. Take care, okay? Okay, you too. We'll see you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Wow. So that was Jeremy and Zahida. And what a blessing they are. And, and it, it, I mean, obviously, I tend to turn most things into silliness or goofiness, but. I really do want to lean in that call that for musicians to come there. And I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds clinically insane. But I'm telling you, if the Lord is calling you there, and for whatever reason, you know, I've struggled with my own decision to leave back in late July, early August. Um, but that was also a God thing sending me from Southern Lebanon into Ethiopia. And I didn't know, I didn't want it to be fear-based. It was clearly, it really was escalating. And you were hearing AK-47s on a daily basis and artillery and mortars and, 
you know, the day before I moved into my first, like before I got there, I think it was a couple of days, the day before or a couple of days, they fired something like 20, 30 rockets from underneath the window of the apartment that I first lived in, in Southern Lebanon. And so it was not the calmest of places even when I was there. And of course it's escalated from that point. However, I, I cannot stress enough. I just, I felt safe and I know it was dangerous. I get that, but I, it's hard to explain it. it God called me there and there were really just not a lot of moments of feeling panicked or feeling directly in danger. But as the Lord kept, as it kept getting closer and closer to war with Israel, the Lord really just provided a way for me to get out and go to Ethiopia. And of course, I spent a couple months there doing the photography and videography for a wonderful ministry called Ordinary Hero, who's been, who, who does sponsorships. So that's why I was doing so many testimony videos where all the families and individuals who are sponsored by that ministry. But you heard Jeremy, his first prayer request was that people would come and serve. And I do promise you, they have wonderful places for you to stay and just trust and know that if the Lord is calling you there, go, go, don't hesitate. God has a reason and he'll make it happen. And he will also protect you there as well. Well, obviously there will be more to come from Jeremy and his ministry there in Southern Lebanon. And as he sends me updates about what's happening live on the ground in Southern Lebanon, I will give those to you. But for now, I will say goodbye. Thanks for listening. As always, become a member. You can join at smalleyinstitute.com where you'll get access to a ton of daily live coaching and, of course, the Rise Step Study course. And then also, just look at the description on this episode and I'd, I'd encourage you, you can give money through Horizons International, which is an amazing organization, but you can specifically support the work that Jeremy and Zahida are doing, discipling these young people through music ministry. It's powerful. I've seen it firsthand. You won't regret it.